Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Welcome into another episode of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast, presented by our friends over at Hall Financial. Uh, we'll get to a little bit more on Hall Financial and some of the great things going on with them as we head into the winter months. Uh, got a good podcast coming your way, though. We got a, an interview, actually, a, a sit-down live on a course as the wonderful architect Bruce Hefner uh, is actually redoing a couple of local country clubs, uh, was involved in Birmingham Country Club's redesign, and also now doing Red Run Golf Club's restoration this winter. And uh, Bruce Hefner, actually a Michigan native, uh, and has a lot of good insight on what goes into the process, how involved the superintendents, our great superintendents, are uh, in all of it happening, and uh, a little bit more as well. So make sure you stick around because Bruce Hefner is going to be absolutely fantastic. We'll get to that conversation in just a little bit. But, you know, here we are. I'm, I'm literally recording this in my home office, and golf season is unfortunately just about over. We got nasty rain. We got <laughs> weather now uh, in the 40s. I literally had a chance to go uh, and, and play a little bit of golf last week for the first time in uh, a little while. And man, had an early uh, early tee time. And I believe when the superintendents got to the course, it was below freezing for the first time uh, this fall or whatever you want to call it. So uh, obviously, times are changing. Golf season is certainly winding down, but hopefully, we can get uh, you know some weather in the fifties, mid fifties, maybe a little bit of sun uh, over the next few weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, and kind of extend it. But it's been an unbelievable year, and you know I think we should make sure to thank and uh, acknowledge everyone that has done an exceptional job this season. Whether it's you know certainly the GMs of golf courses. Uh, all of the tireless work that goes into operating a course, uh, bartenders, cart girls, um, the superintendents, of course, who we've talked about, you know, quite a bit on this podcast. And of course, in the Metro Detroit golfers community, certainly a, a massive tip of the cap for giving us just a tremendous golf season. Uh, and really, this followed up what was an incredible year in 2020, despite everything that went on with, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic, the the golf was it was huge, and I hope that only continues in the, you know, three, five, you know, ten years to come here as golf continues to evolve and continues to change. And, you know, we're starting to get a heck of a lot more uh, beginning golfers, a lot more social golfers out there. And, of course, you know, your serious golfers that really want to get, uh, you know, become a better handicap. Maybe you're trying to work from a 25 handicap down to a 15, a 15 down to a 10, 10 down to a 5, uh, you know, whatever it may be. Obviously, it's been a great year, and we appreciate each and every one of you guys in the Metro Detroit golfers community for just the passion, the enthusiasm, uh, the excitement, the questions, the posts. Um, you know, obviously, it's uh, it's an exciting time for the world of golf, and you know, we hope to continue to be a major part of that here moving forward. But I, I wanted to highlight something, and I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that can you know relate to me. In this sense, a couple of really cool things have happened to me here uh, during this hashtag fall golf 
uh, season in Metro Detroit. And that was two things. One, I actually got to play golf with my grandfather, who is actually a, a veteran, uh, you know, in his mid 80s and, you know, still moving around, still able to go out there and play nine holes. Nine holes is about, you know, as much as he wants to do at this point. If we play 18, uh, he's going <laughs> to ride in the cart for the other nine and maybe have a beverage and a cigar and just kind of hang out, which is uh, unbelievable. But I, I just, when I got a chance to play with him, uh, and actually my dad and, and my uncle as well, so, you know, three generations of, of my family, um, getting to play those nine holes with him is something I got to believe a lot of people um, appreciate. And, you know, I certainly don't take that lightly. Um, you never know how many rounds of golf you you potentially have left. And I know he appreciated, he, he enjoyed it. Um, and I, I just, I, I feel for the people that at this point can't take their grandfather out, you know, golfing. I feel for the people who can't take their, their father, mother, um, you know, whatever it may be out there on the golf course and have a heck of a time and kind of have that nostalgic, uh, you know, feeling of when you were growing up and you got to go play with your dad or play with your grandpa, whatever it may be. But I got to do that. An exciting thing. Got to go get lunch with him. I'm so fortunate to still have him around. And really, you know, obviously everyone wants to go out there and play well and put good shots together and, you know, put a good score together and all of that. But uh, it really puts it in perspective when, you know, you have the ability to, who cares if you go out there and shoot, you know, 110, you know, 95, whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. Uh, being able to have that and cherish that, you know, is just an unbelievable feeling. And then, you know, this past, I guess, you know, 10 days ago, whatever you want to call it, not too long ago, was able to also, for my dad's 63rd birthday, uh, was able to uh, take him out to the Great American Dunes and let him experience um, the church called American Dunes, as Colonel uh, Rooney uh, called it when we were at the uh, the grand opening, but um, a special place. And I'm, I'm glad my dad was able to go and experience it for himself. Just the history, the the way that they have gone about honoring, um, you know, so many who have sacrificed so much and the families, of course, that continue to deal with that loss uh, every single day. It really is a remarkable place. And, and I can't wait to see what American Dunes becomes. Uh, you know, as the course starts to grow in, as the greens start to get a little bit uh, thicker and fuller, uh, you know, that is going to be a, a tremendous spot on the west side of our state over in Grand Haven. And, you know, I would encourage if you, you don't have a tee time yet, you know, this season, I believe they're closing the course on November 1st. Make sure you, you get it taken care of ahead of time because you don't want to miss uh, getting out there to American Dunes, checking it out, getting to play it, getting to take it all in, uh, have a drink in the squadron bar. It it, uh, it is an incredible experience. And for me to be able to share that with my dad, especially as a birthday gift, um, you know, was incredible. It's funny, too. You get, you know, parents and do you wonder what you're going to get them for their birthday? They already have so much stuff. They have clothes. You know, they have, uh, you know, TVs. They have whatever, you know, you could possibly imagine. So, you know, I think one of the big things that I'm going to emphasize here, you know, over the next several years is experiences. You know, make sure you go out there and have a great experience, have a great time, get out of the house, go do something fun, make memories. And, um, you know, that for me has been a huge emphasis, especially over the last few months, um, just trying to make sure you take advantage of the time and, um, you know, really provide some some quality memories that you're going to be able to cherish and enjoy uh, for the rest of your life. And, you know, real quick, uh, before we transition to something else here, because I want to make mention of Hideki Matsuyama's uh, win at the Zozo Championship as well. But, um, you know, a great partner of ours, a great friend, and 
you know, a company that Mike and I have a ton of memories with, uh, of course, is Hall Financial, the presenting sponsor here uh, of the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast. And, you know, look, it, it's still a great time to potentially buy a home, refinance your home, whatever it is. Hall Financial is not going to treat you like, you know, just another number out there. Hall Financial truly has a family-like approach. They're going to make sure that you get the very best quality service, the very best care. They're going to go above and beyond to make sure that they get you taken care of and get you, oh, by the way, as good a rate as humanly possible. And, you know, they obviously have a tremendous team. They continue to build, and they they really do go above and beyond to make sure that they are delivering five-star service. So make sure if you're refinancing, if you're looking to purchase a home, whatever it may be, uh, David Hall and his team, they've been unbelievable supporters of Metro Detroit golfers. So when if you think about it, if you're looking into it, make sure you go to hallmdg.com. That's hallmdg.com and see how they can potentially help you. But I wanted to at least mention the Zozo Championship and Hideki Matsuyama's emphatic victory because he was able to win by five strokes because he eagled uh, hole number 18. He had, I think, 241 uh, into the pin or into the green, whatever you want to call it, and he stuffed uh, a shot and ended up making the eagle putt and, of course, did so over in his hometown or home home country, uh, if that's what you want to call it. But Hideki Matsuyama, truly an incredible player and coming off of an unbelievable season, really. I mean, obviously, you're your Masters champion. Uh, I believe he's now won seven times on the tour, if I'm not mistaken. The Masters certainly seems to be propelling him to bigger and, and, and broader heights as a professional golfer, as a PGA Tour player. So for him to get the Zozo Championship, obviously another notch, uh, in his belt, and one that you know I do expect to to launch him into ten wins, you know, coming up soon. Next stop, twelve, fifteen wins. You know, Hideki Matsuyama has an incredibly bright future, and I, I do think you know if you look at golf as a whole, how healthy is this sport from a professional standpoint? I mean, you have guys that are so incredibly talented, and it's such a deep field. Every single week on the tour, seemingly anyone that is actually in the tournament could potentially win. And a lot of it is your younger crowd. And I point to, of course, the Ryder Cup and the USA's dominance finally uh, in the Ryder Cup over at Whistling Straits. And, you know, I think the future for golf, particularly in America, but just overall uh, as a whole, I mean, we're headed for some special things. We really are. And, you know, whether it was, uh, Rory McIlroy, you know, winning a couple of weeks ago and getting what his, I think, 20th uh, PGA Tour victory of his career. Rory certainly being involved and continuing to find his game and kind of reset and make sure that he doesn't overdo some of the tweaks and adjustments that golfers are constantly, uh, you know, working to play with. It, it was refreshing to hear Rory say, look, I, you know, I started to think that I needed to be something else or be someone else when in reality, I'm good enough just the way that I am. And I thought that was really telling that Rory McIlroy uh, was able to say that. And, you know, that seemingly propelled him, you know, to a recent victory. So obviously a lot of, you know, fun times ahead. I think there is just an incredible amount of talent uh, out there in the game of golf. And I, I really, I'm just looking forward to seeing kind of who's next, you know, who else is going to step up, who else is going to kind of, you know, break free and emerge as, you know, a true threat uh, on the PGA Tour. And honestly, it's impossible to nail one down because I think there are so many uh, talented people out there in the game of golf. And by the way, 
when you're talking about all of these various PGA Tour, you know, events uh, and all of these different golf tournaments, of course, you want to make sure you find your odds uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook every single week. They're going to take great care of you. And by the way, it is football season. So NFL fans, I know you're hungry for a big win. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Well, they got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I can't believe I just said that, but I love it. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MDG. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code MDG this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 or older, Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. And special shout out to DraftKings as well for just being such a great partner for us uh, over the last calendar year. And with that, I want to make sure we get to our spotlight uh, this week on the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast presented by our friends over at Hall Financial. We were able to catch Bruce Hepner in action, actually, uh, on a course out at Red Run Golf Club, actually, as he ha- he's handling, excuse me, the restoration at that club, going to be ready to go by the 2022 uh, season. Of course, Bruce uh, has redesigned, uh, co- you know, constructed, uh, been the architect for several courses across the world. In fact, uh, he just recently wrapped up the renovations going on at Birmingham Country Club. Again, like I said, on to Red Run Golf Club at this point and just the beginning. Bruce Hepner, uh, an incredible architect of golf courses and somebody who is certainly a busy man and, of course, uh, is a Michigan native. So uh, a great conversation with the wonderful architect, Mr. Bruce Hepner. So I guess just for starters, um, what goes into a project like what you're you're undertaking, you know, here at Red Run? I was just planning early on, you know, doing a master plan for these folks, um, you know, vetting ideas. Uh, this is an old Willie Park Jr. golf course, so uh, a lot of the research is looking at aerial photos, looking through the history books to see what was here, and then uh, analyze what's here now and what was here at one time and how it transitioned. And then make good decisions uh, based off of that, trying to, you know, here we're trying to restore it back to the feel of an old golf course again. You know, we've gotten kind of modern. So that's kind of the general purpose of what we're trying to do. So overall, obviously you're defining and, and certainly flattening tee boxes. Mm-hmm. You're adding, you know, rough to all of these bunkers. I guess what what is the... In restoring, obviously, is the word, but what yeah. what is the overall goal, essentially, you know, in doing those specific things? Well, tees, uh, tees, we're cleaning them up, leveling them up, you know, giving the, uh, you know, we're not really restoring tees because there weren't that many golfers back in those days. So we're building enough tee space to accommodate the modern players um, by length, shortening the golf holes if we can for uh, four tee players and give adequate tee space in between for, you know, all the golfers to play. So we're rebuilding them all, leveling them up, squaring them up, kind of giving them an old feel. The bunkers themselves is kind of restoring the look to an old look. They've gotten kind of big oval shaped and uh, the sanders flying up really high and really high maintenance. 
every time it rained all the way out in San Jose washed down. So we're, you can see here, we're rebuilding the faces. This, these were two big giant ovals. So we're throwing some old world character back to them, rolling some sod down. We're using uh, uh, tall turf type fescue now, which is really drought tolerant, doesn't grow aggressively. It's really good in bunker faces. So we're using, you know, and then a lot of drainage in these. You know, these are massive bunkers. There's a lot of sand here at Red Run. So we're, uh, we're gonna fix those with a lot of drainage. What's it been like working with Joe and, and the team here at Red Run? So great. Got along with him great. You know, I used, I grew up I grew up a mile from here, so it's kind of a home game. I caddied here as a kid. Uh, so it's kind of cool to be back 40, 40 50 years later. Uh, but the team is great. Joe's built a great team, um, you know, from the pro staff to Rob, the new superintendent, who I get along great with, um, the caddy master, the chef. Every, I know everybody on campus now. So he makes it a lot of fun, kind of inclusive for all of us. There's, you know, Joe throws luncheons for the staff two times a week. Uh, if you want a drink, he brings one out to you. <laughs> so it's great fun. You know, he really amps up the fun meter um, at the whole club. The whole club's got a lot of energy. It's a, you know, it's a newer, younger membership here at, at Run Run. Uh, infusing in, kind of the hipness of Roy Locust now infusing into this club. So there's a lot of energy, a lot of great dynamics going on. You mentioned Rob, how important is it to be working directly with the head superintendent you know, while this process is going on, what is that relationship? It's the most important thing. You, you know, I've, I've, I think I wrote an article for you guys, you know, how this, how important the superintendent is for my job, let alone for the club. You know, he's my liaison, um, orders all the materials. He's basically the project manager. He's almost a design associate. Every time I do something, I run by idea by him. Like, what do you think about this? How, what if we shift the T over here? So, you know, they're, they're generally my best friend, usually, you know, all my best friends in the business are superintendents because I have such a good, tight relationship and we are in constant communication. On a big picture, not Red Run specific, but on a, on a large scale, you know, we talk about superintendents' thankless job a yes. lot of the time. What is, your, what, what is your overall, you know, take on just the importance of superintendents just overall, I guess? I think that they're the glue at it. You know, they are the most, <laughs> some people might not agree, but they are the most important person on site, you know, at any club. These are golf clubs. We're here to play golf. We're not here to eat meals. You know, the meals are great, but you're here because there's a golf course. And so, you know, they have to listen to 300 different people. They have 300 bosses. <laughs> um, so they, I, you know, they have to digest all that, but also give a good product and get a good product that, that all members like. You know, good players want firm, fast greens. Um, high handicappers get killed by fast greens, you know, so it's a balancing act. And we're finding, in, you know, the new crushed quartz sand, you know, the pro angle sand sets up really firm. Good players like firm sand because they can pick and spin the ball. Mm -hmm. High handicappers scald the ball into the face. So there's a, there's a lot of dynamics. How do you please the membership? And he's the guy that has to kind of work his way through it and, and he's serving all members. That's kind of like my job too. I just don't work for the good players. I actually lean more towards the higher handicappers and their needs to make sure they're happy. Um, so, you know, Rob's job is, is thankless, it's endless. Um, you know, and there's so many dynamic, you know, variables to his job. Look at the weather right now, you know. So there's so many things that they have to negotiate. You know, they're, they are thankless and, 
and effort here. Their effort is unbelievable. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 